Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, and we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and we turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast that finds either questions online or from our wonderful listeners. And we answer them on topics of sex and dating. <laughs> there it is. That's what I was waiting for. I knew it. I could feel it in the air. Pregnant pauses of expectation. Mm-hmm. There was a, a brief period of time where I would, anytime I wrote anything, I would really make sure to call whatever I could pregnant. Like okay. if it was about to rain, it would be like, you know, thick clouds pregnant with rain. Well, I think this podcast is currently pregnant with good advice. About <laughs> it to is. Fucking burst. And we're going to birth it out onto you and mm-hmm. your brain. We're going to add your, mostly your brain, to be fair. You got anything, any sex news or anything for us? Or are we just going to jump right on to, into this bitch? I think we're just going to get into it, honestly. Uh, this is by Farn Straw. This girl thinks it's okay to see other men while trying to work up to being in a relationship with me, lol. Met this girl three months ago. We kicked it for a while and shared feelings, etc. Told her I fell for her and she said some things, but also said she isn't ready for a relationship. I told her to take her time and I'll be here. Recently, I found out she doesn't consider us exclusive. When I asked her if she's going to see other men during the time she's thinking about getting into a relationship with me, she was hesitant to say no. She basically implied and said if she wants to see other people, she should be able to because she's not ready for a relationship. Is it just me or is that messed up? And obviously, I'm done with the girl. No way am I going to learn to love someone when they have another man's meat in their mouth, lol. Jesus. That was, uh, I mean, <laughs> we've talked about this so many times at this point. It's one you know, we'll we'll go over the basics of, hey, you're not exclusive until you're exclusive. And if you're not exclusive, the people you're seeing are 100% within their rights to see other people. And whatever that may mean, if that means putting their meat in their mouth, then yes, they're allowed to do that. Well, the thing is, they did kick it for a while and they also shared feelings. You know, like I just wanted to make sure you heard that part. That does change things a little bit. So mm-hmm. to take back what I said about meat being in your mouth, not allowed to do that. If you've if you've kicked it for a little bit, if you've like only yeah. just started kicking it, then you can have the meat in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But if yeah, you've kicked it for while. a little bit. Now, does it depend on the feelings you've shared? Like, no, what if you I just think... shared the feeling of being hungry? You know what I mean? Like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, too. Shit, we're exclusive. Damn it. No more man meat for my mouth. Shit. Fuck. Fuck. Shouldn't have kicked it so fast. We kicked it too fast too furious. um i also love it's just like i asked her if she wanted to be in a relationship and she said no and then she says we're not exclusive like what yeah Yeah, dude that was the question you asked which she said no yeah it just goes to show that like it's there's such a big disconnect between what people think they're entitled to in terms of like another person's time and effort and Mm. how that's viewed as like like this person is is like, I want to be in a relationship with you. And this person was like, no, but they still went on to assume that that meant that like their time was exclusively theirs, which mm-hmm. is such a which is such a garbage thing to do to another person. It's like good for you for being brave and, and taking a step and taking a chance and asking someone to be exclusive with you. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And, and you should be proud of yourself. Unfortunately, they're not ready. And at that point mm-hmm. in time, you have to be like, OK, cool. And there are two things I think we need to talk about. One. You said you would be there. And we've talked about before about waiting 
for people and being like, oh, when it like, you know, when you're ready, I'm here for you. Because by the time that person's ready, they might not want to pursue it with you. During this mm-hmm. time of discovery and exploration, they might find someone else they would rather pursue a relationship with that isn't you. And then you're going to feel slighted. You're going to feel lied to. You're going to feel manipulated. But it's none of those things because they were honest with you and saying, hey, I don't want to pursue a relationship with you right now. And it's like that might change, you know, during the course of whatever we're doing now, that might change. But that could also be true for other people that they're seeing. So reserving yourself for one person, thinking that, you know, your time will come is a surefire way to get hurt, in my opinion. It might work out for well, you. I, yeah, I feel like, look, you have two choices, really, and it's to end the relationship there or to continue, you know, casually and maybe or not, like maybe it will work out or it won't. But like you can't, like there's a possibility that they will not be ready. And you need to be ready for that. And you can't get bitter and weird and, you know, shitty. And the thing is, it's like, if you think that's going to happen, end it. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, you have two choices. And that's, you're okay with seeing the person casually. And it may or may not work out. And that is fine. Or you end the relationship. That is it. There is no third option. So if you continue to see them, you have to be okay with the fact that this may not work out. Like, Fairfax is this person for answering you honestly and being straight up about the fact they don't want a relationship yet. Um, No fair play for you for listening saying it's cool and then being a fucking weirdo about it afterwards yeah and like that's the other thing is the you know the first thing is be like reserving yourself for a person and expecting them to come around when that might not happen as you just said and the other thing is yeah like you're not exclusive they are allowed to see other people and if you don't want to sit there spinning your wheels feeling like you're wasting time see other people as well Mm-hmm. It, it's a two-way street. You're allowed to see other people. And if you're not the kind of person who enjoys doing that or, you know, has the emotional capacity or the time to see multiple people and you think this might be, you know, a waste of your time or, you know, they're not respecting your time or whatever you might feel, then don't see them anymore. You you shot mm-hmm. your shot. It didn't go through. They've given you a very honest answer, whether it's a rejection or a, you know, we'll see what happens. If that's not enough for you, then perhaps you try to look for someone who does want the same things for you and who is ready for a relationship. But it has mm-hmm. nothing to do. It is it is not a, a judgment or a value statement about the other person who isn't ready or doesn't want it. I kind of bring this up because I've had it happen to me before where I've had people be like, hey, do you want a relationship or like you want to be exclusive and me be like, no. And then then be like, OK, but do you want to just like see only each other and only sleep with each other. I'm like, okay, but that's being exclusive. Mm -hmm. And that kind of what seems to be what this person did, where it's like, oh, you want to be in a relationship? We know. Okay, wait, we're not exclusive? It's like, you can't just rephrase it and have it mean the same thing. And like, then the situation I was in, they were really upset. They were like, oh, you won't even do that though? And I'm like, no, but they are the same thing. They're like, no, like in one sense, like you're not committed to me. It's not like we're official. Like we're not boyfriend, girlfriend. You're just only seeing with and sleeping with me. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you're basically telling me to do it, but put less effort in. Like, no, it's the same shit. Um, this comes from a Reddit user, a non-throw account. And the question is safe ways to pra- practice voyeurism. However, they've immediately edited it and have been informed that what they're actually looking for is an ex- exhibitionist kink and not voyeurism. Okay. Um, so 19-year-old female. I'm into public stuff. Not that experienced overall. Just into the kink. 
I've done some flashing at concerts, light nudity at parties, and once joined in at strip clubs for fun. Apart from these, I don't really know what to do. I'd like to do more hardcore stuff. Masturbating slash having sex in public, like out of park, sounds ideal, but it could land me in trouble. So I wouldn't like to go down that path. Fellow voyeurs slash, you know, after correction, exhibitionists, how do you safely practice the kink? Because, I, okay, so I've had a lot of like public sex and stuff, and I was going to launch into that, but I don't know if it's appropriate for me to do that because I guess realistically what this person is saying is completely true. And it's like, if you are doing something like this, you could very well be caught. And, you know, depending on who you're caught by and where you're caught, that can be, you know, like if a kid walks around the corner, not so great. Or if a cop walks around the corner and you end up with whatever, uh, maybe I shouldn't be the guy to tell you to go do it. Yeah, I mean, there are also tons of safe places and okay places to do this, such as sex clubs. You are of age. You're a consenting adult. I don't know necessarily what the age restrictions are for sex clubs in the States. It might be 21, like the drinking age. But I imagine if the age of consent is like 19 and that's a legal adult, I imagine you'd probably be allowed. You probably just wouldn't be able to drink or whatever. So you might have to check with your local laws. But sex clubs are a great way to do it. You're in a, you know predominantly safe place everyone is there for the same reasons it is legal to do it and there are fun different ways depending on the club you're at to you could do it like you know just right in the middle of the floor if you wanted to you can do it in front of people there are often rooms that have windows in it so that Mm -hmm. uh, like double-sided mirrors so that you can't see people but you can assume that people are watching you which is also sort of like you know a niche part of the the fetish of like you know wanting to be watched but like not knowing if you are uh mm. so there's there's tons of safe ways to do it in that regards like a lot of sex clubs cater really well to women as well or at least like my experience with them in toronto has been oh, really yeah. good where like they really take care of women and it's like access for women is really easy you don't have to like a lot of the time if you're a male you have to be a, be partnered or you have to pay a lot of money or both mm-hmm. whereas like as females you can usually come solo if if that's the situation this person's in um and like consent and safety is usually a huge like massive part of everything so it's like it's also a really positive environment for you and like if you wanted to just go and like be a little naked or like play with yourself and have people see like or as dane said like the window thing i think is particularly you know handy for this it will probably be a really good idea and you're also going to enter into you're going to find people who know a little bit more about it you know what i mean like people at sex clubs are very friendly as you might imagine. So, you know, if if you find a partner or go with a partner who, you know, likes to be watched as well, you might find other people who are far more experienced in it, have way more advice and tips on it. You know what I mean? Like, this is a great chance to meet people who also uh, share your kink or at least live in that world where you can be mentored by people who have the experience. Um, another thing to think about is leaving your your curtains open uh, at your place. You know what I mean? Like have sex on the, have sex on the balcony. You run the risk there of people taking photos and videos, which might not be ideal for you depending on your career or how you feel. But you know, that's, that's, you know, risk and reward. You do have to, to think about that kind of stuff. If you are kind of worried about that, consider getting some fun masks and stuff or wigs and like really like play up a part. Uh, which I know that some exhibitionists like to do as well as a means of like extra level of safety from people who are looking to exploit you from Mm -hmm. afar. I also feel like, you know, there is, you can definitely do things and have the thrill of being, you know, exposed in public and maybe being watched while also not being watched. 
and being safe. If your balcony is like, you know, high up, not in view of other people's balconies and you do it at night, like the odds of you being seen are quite low, but you're still going to get a lot of that thrill. I've done on the balcony before and we were in the penthouse. So there literally were no other balconies that could overlook us. Um, and there are like big barricades between the, the other balconies. So no one could see from there. And we did at night. So it's like we could see down on other people, but like no one could really see us. So that was super fun. And aside from that, it's like if you're in public, it's all about like not being an idiot. Like, you know, don't do it in a very obvious place. Don't do it in broad daylight. Don't do it by a school or, you know, Mm -hmm. someone's home. And it's all about like easy access and deniability. You know what I mean? Like, so don't strip off your clothes and lie down on the grass in a park. It's it's more of like a wear a skirt and no underwear, pull it up and like be subtle. And if worse comes to worse, you can smooth down your dress. And no, no, we, you know, we weren't doing anything. And I think they're all pretty easy things to follow if you're careful and that that's the point like you really don't want to get caught out doing stuff like this so i've done it a whole bunch in a lot of different places and never been caught so i think you can be fine if you're smart about it yeah and there's also plenty of places you can do it but like sneak off to like a a bathroom in a bar no one's really gonna give shit about it if you get caught all you're gonna get is like the bartender will bang on the door and be like hey fuck off um, mm-hmm. I highly doubt anyone's going to be calling the cops on you in those situations. No, I don't. No. Like, I don't know necessarily how much of it is the thrill of doing things out in public, or how much of it is being watched. So, like, you do have to kind of, you know, obviously you can't fuck at your your local bar on the bar. Um, but if you <laughs> like the idea of like just being out and having sex in public, a bar bathroom will will do it. And mm-hmm. there's probably bars and restaurants. I know there's a few in Toronto that like actually encourage it and or don't care about it yeah there's one particular one for valentine's day where they're like yeah go fuck in the bathrooms just let like we won't bother you so yeah other options are uh you also have like there are plenty of websites that like you know you could go on like streaming websites if that's what you want to do and do like a live show again this is something you need to take very seriously and consider what would happen if your identity is revealed um, mm-hmm. So consider masks, consider, you know, stuff like that, that helps conceal Cover your identity. Your tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Any sort of identity or identifying features on yourself, maybe consider that if you have a very recognizable tattoo or birthmark or something like that, maybe don't do this, but it it's an option and it is a, a good anonymous. The likelihood of, of being doxxed by it, I think is pretty low because of the, the sheer amount of options there are out in the world, but it is a risk. So consider that as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, be safe, have fun. But I feel like we've given you a, a few little seeds to start growing your kink. Yeah, is by throw me away X Y. Got a new job where I work with a woman with whom I had a one night stand ten years ago. I'm married with a kid now, so I finally f- managed to find a job. But a woman with whom I had a one night stand works there. I don't know if she recognized me, but I did recognize her. I'm married and have a kid now. I didn't know my wife back when that happened. Should I continue to work there like nothing happened? Is it wise that my wife knows? Or do I try to find a new job? I'm 32 now. I was 22 when it happened. Dude, this was a decade ago. I mean, there's a good chance she might know who you are. But unless this was a a horrible experience or, you know, you took advantage of her or, you know, you were horrible or, you know, like unless it was a an absolute like nightmare scenario, they either don't give a fuck or they don't remember. Because if I ran into someone that like I had hooked up with and, you know, they, they started they got a job at my bar, there might be a moment of like, oh, hey, what's up? 
But I won't be weird about it after that. Unless they got weird with me first. Then like like it's it's such a non-issue until it becomes an issue. And if it does, like you work at a job. You can go to HR and be like, hi, this person is being very weird with me. Yeah, this is the biggest non-issue ever because like one obviously you say finally managed to find a job so i'm assuming getting a job here is important for you why the fuck would you get a new job like again unless there's something we haven't been told about it going horrendously badly either on your you know behalf or her behalf if like this has happened to me multiple times i'm like oh hey like i'm usually on pretty damn good terms with them grow up you're 32 it doesn't matter you're also assuming that like she hasn't moved on with her life either like there's a good chance she's married with kids too because it's decade after you fucking hooked up i don't think she's been you know sitting looking out like a a rainy window waiting for you to call for the past 10 years what does the fact that he has a wife and kid mean is it wise that my wife knows why would it fucking matter if you're in a relationship where your wife is gonna punish you because you slept with someone 10 years ago before you even knew her then you shouldn't have married this person yeah you know and if not then you're good and like i understand like there i don't think there's any harm i would certainly like probably tell my partner if mm-hmm. someone i used to hook up with showed up at work and be like oh hey like the new person like i might mention it in passing just so like you know i don't like people being the only person in the room who doesn't know kind of situation mm-hmm. yeah and like if it came out at some point or if they told your partner it would be kind of shitty of them to have not known the whole time and then it might almost seem like you didn't tell them for a reason and like exactly. it's just easier to fucking you know but i think a lot of people's relationships aren't positive enough or like you know healthy enough that you can't share that information you know which i think is fucked and i think you should share it and if they have an issue with it then that's probably a good indication that you have an unhealthy relationship and it should be shared in like the sense that it's funny and not a like okay babe i have to sit you down here's a cup of tea so this happened at work today you know what i mean like it's not a serious thing be like (laughs) like just be like hey so the weirdest thing happened the new like the person at my job it's not even weird though that's the best part it's like yeah it's not even a big deal like i have worked with people i've slept with either in the job or before or you know a whole range of different things it just doesn't matter no i know it's so like i don't think you necessarily need to keep this a a deep dark secret also like i would love to know what kind of job it is because this is like an office job where you might see them every now and then at like the lunchroom to grab a coffee or you know i mean like are you interacting with this person on the daily and if they don't seem to remember you then like fuck it like it doesn't matter move on you're fine dude yeah i i feel like you gotta take a breath you're good tell your wife like oh actually no uh girl i hooked up with like 10 years ago actually works there there you go boom easy it's very strange to me how like how weird people still are about sex and how weird people are about like imagine being this anxious over having sex with someone 10 years ago that yeah that makes me so uncomfortable but like at the age being of 32 like, as well. And like being like, yeah. hey, strangers on the internet, should I quit my job? It's like, what? <laughs> you you seem like you, like anybody, I think, shouldn't quit a job over this. Again, unless there's some crazy circumstances. But like, you seem like you're really grateful to have gotten this job and maybe have gone through issues in the job market previously because you said finally managed to find a job. You have a family. A job is very important anyway. You're okay. You'll make it through this. No one cares. Yeah. Now, the real thing is, how's he going to break this to the kid? Because you got to tell them too. But you have to have the talk if the kid doesn't know about sex too. So you're like, damn, we got to have the talk. But now I also got to tell you about this person I slept with 10 years ago. Meanwhile, the wife's in the corner crying. No, no, no. You're, Niall, 
this is the advice podcast. Stop giving bad advice. You wait until take your kid to work day and you do it all at one go. You have her explain what you guys did together. So therefore there's the talk. Explain what we did. Tell, tell them our dirty night a decade ago. What did we do? Say it. It's like that scene from twilight. What did we do? Say it. Um, then you get, then the kid gets to talk. Um, this is when you find out about your father's vampire kink as well. Explains all his glitter drawers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, this comes from Reddit user Vulgar Lady. How to let mm-hmm. him down gently. I've been talking to this really nice guy. However, not feeling him. Don't want to continue things with him. We met online and haven't met in real life yet. And we've been talking about for or we've been talking for about a month. He doesn't necessarily seem into me. More so, he just wants a relationship with somebody, and I happen to be talking to him. He's taking things way too fast. I need to put the brakes on for now. He already told his friends about me by name, has offered to give me financial assistance, uh, told me extensively about his exes, and just in general seems overly trusting of me already. He's one of those nice guys who's like, everyone leaves me or gets bored of me. Uh, I think it's just the way that he goes about talking to women that may turn them off. What should I do? That's a very confusing question. He goes, he's moving way too quick. We've been talking for a month and haven't met up. Okay. He doesn't like me. Okay. But he wants to give me financial assistance and introduce me to his friends. What? Well, I think you're you're skipping like the the qualifiers for each one of those points. Like she's saying that like he doesn't seem to be like into her specifically. He's just actively trying to like shoehorn a relationship out of anyone who will give him attention. Mm. And like, what do you mean? That's what she says. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just like I, I like we see evidence to a bunch of stuff. I don't see evidence to that. So I'm just you know I can't comment on that. This seems like a wild leap. I mean, I'm going to trust the person who wrote the question in this case. That's fair. Yeah, I was just talking about these things because it's like moving slow, like moving way too fast. But you haven't even made each other. It's been a month. That's crazy. But that, but I think that's what she's she's saying that it's moving way too fast. That the fact that he's trying to like give her money and shit. Well, that's fair. I guess it's both moving too fast and not moving fast if they haven't even met up. I think her concern is that like we've been talking for a month and he's already been like Lord dumped his whole ex's history on her is trying mm-hmm. to like give her financials like if i hadn't met someone and i had only been talking to them for a month i wouldn't be offering them fucking money i don't think i would so this is not well it is kind of related there's a thing like a bunch of documentaries coming out at the moment like the tinder swindler and uh other ones like that about people using tinder to like effectively extort people for a lot of money and Mm -hmm. one of the things i heard about was like this guy who asked for like thousands because he uh was in debt and these people who barely knew him we're like yeah sure it's like i would barely give anybody in my life thousands you know what i mean it wasn't even like money they had it was will you go take out a loan and send me these thousands if a good friend of mine asked me for that i'd be like oh i don't know man that's a crazy thing for me to do yeah so i don't know that's some advice right there maybe don't do that (laughs) anyway back to the question don't let them give you money don't let them get any kind of claim on you but like if you want to let someone down easy, just be like, hey, like, I think you said it at the very start where you're like, I like him, but I'm not just I'm just not really feeling it or whatever. That's yeah. kind of enough. Just be like, hey, look, you know, it's been really fun getting to know you, but like, I'm not really feeling that spark. Sorry, but it's been a pleasure. Move on. You move on. You don't have to tell them to move on, but you can. <laughs> you can if you want. I also think like, look, if you're actually, you know, really, you know, are into this dude in the sense that like. You, you spent a month sort of communicating with him. I don't think there's any harm of being like, hey, I've I've enjoyed you. You seem like a really nice guy. 
you've just come on really strong and it's not sort of the vibe I'm looking for right now. Maybe like take it a little slower with people uh, as just a means to like send him on his way with a little bit of advice. Cause you know, like if he's, if, if he's gone to the point where like you can quote him and saying like, Oh, everyone just leaves me or gets bored of me. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, it's just going to snowball in the, in the sense that like, Oh, this is just another woman who left me or got bored of me. So maybe giving him yeah. just sort of like a breadcrumb of like, I'm not getting bored of you or leaving you. You are actively repelling me, but doing <laughs> that in a nice way. <laughs> yeah. Cause the thing is, I imagine that he has probably after each rejection doubled down on what he's been yeah. doing, which has led him to this point where he's like, take my money, please. So when you do this, he's going to now double down and give even more money to the next person or try to. It's like the the Tinder profile we had where they were like, I'm so tired. Don't waste my time. You know what I mean? It's like, this is the, this is the guy who wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, look, if you want to do this man a solid, by all means do that. I am worried that someone who kind of comes on this strongly and seems to have, you know, this woe is me. Women don't know how, you know, great I really am won't take it that well and it's possible you feel the same so it's like if you want to do this great i think it's a really nice thing if you don't want to do this you know what you don't have to and if he gets weird just block him and move on i hopefully you've you know exercised proper internet caution and haven't told him where you live or any personal details before meeting up with him and vetting him for your yourself so hopefully like if you do if he does get weird you can cut ties and just kind of give him the block and That'll be the end of it. Like, let them down as easily as you want. And if they get weird, just cut and run. You know, you don't owe this person anything. If you want to give them the favor of letting them know the weird things that they're doing, by all means do. But your safety is paramount. Yeah. Uh, ready for a spicy one? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is by Throwaway312878. I used to have sex with my girlfriend's mom. I want to come clean, but her mom thinks otherwise. Whoa. We haven't had one Long of these in a short. while. I know. I think I fell too far down the seduction hole. Uh, Long story short, I, 23-year-old male, used to work as a stripper and used to have sex with this woman who just happens to be my current girlfriend's mother. I've left the stripper business a couple years ago and I've been dating my girlfriend for three years now. Today, I've met my girlfriend's family for the first time. Obviously, things were awkward when I met face-to-face with her mother again. My girlfriend knows about my past but doesn't know the situation about her mom and I. I want to come clean about the situation, but her mom has told me she doesn't want her daughter to know the truth and thinks it's best to move on. What should I do? Sorry, I'm trying to get the timeline. Was he dating her when he was fucking the mom? Nope. Or was he fuck- fucking the mom prior to dating the girlfriend? He was fucking the mom prior to dating the girlfriend back when he was a stripper. Okay. And then they haven't hooked up since he started dating the girlfriend. Nope. And, and this is the first time he's made the connection that, yeah. like, the first time they met. Okay. All right. This, uh, I wasn't sure if it was one of those things. Also, like, three years without meeting the parents? That seems like a really long time. So, apparently, they were doing long distance. For okay. At least part of it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess that, like, makes sense. Also, you know, if, if their family doesn't live nearby, I've always... Yeah, either way, whatever. That's not really the point of this question. Oh, boy. I mean, here, at the end of the day, I guess it also depends on, like, if the your mother was married to someone or was in a relationship with someone during this time, too. Like, will this also imply that she was cheating on her dad? Yeah, so that's one thing I was very worried about. So I scoured the comments, and they did, uh, they did say that the mom was divorced at the time. 
Okay. So that was my main thing, because, like, it, that would be a consideration where it's, like, if you were about to, like, shatter this family, mm-hmm. it, there's a little bit more to consider. Yeah, it, this is a tough one, because, like, your sexual history doesn't really have much bearing on your current relationships. <laughs> however... Because really? right now... <laughs> however, exception to the case... When your sexual history also includes your current partner's mother or family member of any sort, I think it kind of does. So unfortunately, like you're in a relationship with someone and I think they 100% deserve to know the truth and make their own judgment call. Now, this sucks for everyone involved because one, the mother obviously wants to keep this a secret. Mm -hmm. Two, you might lose your partner because she might hate this idea. And it justifiably hey, you're, so. You're probably going to lose your partner. Let's be fair yeah. about that. And three, your partner is going to now have to deal with the fact that, like, one, your mom used to go to strip clubs and have sex with strippers, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not something most children want to, you know, conceptualize with their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people don't like to think of their parents having sex with their other parent, let alone with the guy you're fucking or, mm-hmm. you know strippers on the rag by the way this mom clearly can hang <laughs> it's a cool oh, yeah, mom. this mom this is a stacy's mom situation for sure mm-hmm. throw away's girlfriend's mom has got it going on she's in the club something that rhymes with club <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say did you just forget how that song went because the only thing i could think of that rhymed was pub and i was like i, I you're already at that bar. You're not going to the pub. And I was like, make a, make a pube. That's weird. And the best thing is, it's like, if they're 23, they were having sex with this woman probably when they were 18 or 19. If this person has dating his girlfriend for three years, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like they, at least 20. It could have happened like, just, just previous to, to their relationship. Like, so I don't know. Okay. You, we, we both know you, it's going to suck, but you have to tell. Yeah. Cause if this ever comes out and you didn't tell them, then it's gone from like, this is shit, like this is a bad situation, but like, you know, sucks to be you to like, oh, you suck and you've ruined everything and everyone. Mm-hmm. And this poor woman's going to be traumatized and they hate their mom now because now their mom's been lying to them for years and you've been lying for them and they've sunk all this time and effort into a relationship. And like, that's some life ruining shit right there. Yeah, it's it, like, I think no matter what happens here, no matter how this shakes out, one or all of you are, you know, any combination of you are probably going to need some sort of professional help, some some therapy sessions to work through this, because this is a circumstantial and really terrible situation to find yourself in. But yes, I, I think you absolutely have to tell your partner. I think you need to be fully prepared for this to go tits up and for your partner to never want to speak to you again, even though it's not your fault. But you do have to understand the the emotional reaction and implication that they're going mm-hmm. to have to this. I think the good thing is, is like no one's done anything wrong here, right? Like, yeah, you slept with someone. That's cool. The mom slept with someone. That's cool. You and the daughter are dating. All good, right? The only thing that becomes wrong now is if you lie about it or yeah. lie by omission. And again, it'll probably come out at some point. Like, I doubt she went to these strip clubs alone. One of her friends is going to come over one day drinking wine and be like, hey, isn't that the guy? You know, like it, there's ways it'll come out or she'll talk about like your secret Donald Duck tattoo and the girlfriend will spin around and be like, how do you know? It's on his inner thigh. (gasps) Shit. My love of Donald Duck. 
the person always said it would be my downfall. Your mom will be, you know, making like Long Island iced teas and ask for you to stir it with your dick. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she knows it's just the perfect size. You know, the dickster, that's the thing that people do. I don't know why. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I don't believe it's a it. strip club thing. Really? I wouldn't want a dick in my drink. And I don't think I'm saying that <laughs> yeah, just because no. I'm straight. Like, I wouldn't want someone to stir. I don't know. So like, I don't know. I just wouldn't. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, I wouldn't want a woman to stick her fingers inside of her and then dip it in my drink. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want that. I don't care like, who, uh, what relation I have with you, especially not a stranger to do that. On no, top of that. If you, were, if you were my partner, I would shrug it off. I wouldn't like it, but I wouldn't be disgusted. I'd just be like, what are you doing? But like, if I it mean, was this a stranger, thing, I'd be like, mm, uh, yeah, now I, I don't think I'd ever ask for it. I wouldn't ever no. want it. No. But on the flip side, I also wouldn't want to stick my dick in someone's drink either. Oh, I would hate to stick my dick in someone's drink. Like, do you ever like open a can of Coke and the sprays in your hand and your hand's sticky? Like, I don't want that on my dick. But it, like, you're currently performing with the dick being the center point, And now you're sticking in a glass full of cold liquid. That's yeah, not the most flattering. <laughs> It's going to be sticky as well. Yeah. I don't know. You're going to have like cold pool dick yeah, just on no. stage. Like no one's going to be like, yay, it got smaller. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Small and <laughs> sticky. That's how I like my dicky. Make it shrink. Make it shrink. <laughs> <laughs> I hate working the shrink shift. <laughs> God damn. Wait, hold on. What time? Is- I'm going on eight. At- Fuck. Fuck. It's those weird people who just want my dick to get as small as I can go. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a niche market, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> the goddamn shrink shift. I hate it. <laughs> you got one for me? This is historical judge. Would I be a creep for f- being friends with Benefit with a girl quite a bit younger than me? Sort of feeling conflicted about this. I'm a 26 year old male and there's this girl that is 19 year old female. She's currently a nursing assistant and I'm currently temporarily working IT at the clinic she works at. We talked a few times at the clinic, but it was just friendly conversation. A few weeks ago, she needed a car ride home, and she shares a car with her friend and asked me if I could since she trusted me. So I did. So we got a lot closer, and she start- and we started talking more. At the end of work, yesterday before we left, she pulled me over to the back room as she wanted to talk to me. She basically asked if I wanted to be her friends with Benefit, as she hasn't had sex in a while, and I'm the only guy she trusts, and she doesn't mind the age gap. Honestly, for selfish reasons, I want to, as I haven't had sex in over a year since I broke up with my ex. She's also really intelligent, beautiful, enjoyable to spend time with, and we're both consenting adults but still not sure with the seven-year age gap. So would this be inappropriate? I would just appreciate hearing you guys' input on this situation. Now, age gaps are always weird because there's a lot to factor in. It's not just a number Mm -hmm. versus a number. Yeah. What I like about this situation is that he is not in a position of power over her. You know, like she's not a student. She's not like, you know, she's in her own field anyway, at the very least, you know, they don't work together. He doesn't have that kind of power over her. Uh, She's obviously legal, which is very important. And by the sounds of it, better communicating than most people we fucking hear about because she can actually go up, be straight up and talk to someone. I don't think 26 to 19 is all that egregious. Yeah, no, I, I don't think the age gap necessarily is the issue here. But I do think there is an issue. Okay. And that is, she is, for all intents and purposes, very young. And I think most people, should this come out at work, that this is your arrangement, or even that there is something happening between you, I think 
depending what the age range of those people, people who are much older than you or slightly older than you, I think you might get a short end of the stick and be seen as predatory, regardless of of the fact that you two are consenting adults and regardless of the fact that she was the one who initiated it. I think you do run the risk of being the older guy going after like the new 19 year old. Mm -hmm. And you have to sort of think about how that's going to impact your work, how that's going to impact, you know, future jobs or your reputation within the field. And you really do have to play the pros and cons of it, because at the end of the day, this could be a really fun sexual experience. But if everyone treats you like a gross dirtbag and, you know, the the word gets around, be like, oh, yeah, maybe don't because it seems to be a temp job. So it might be one of those things I like, don't like oh, yeah, I worked with him and he like immediately went after the 19 year old at work. So it's like he's kind of he's kind of creepy. Yeah, I guess the thing I liked that you guys didn't work together, but you kind of also still like you're not directly like, you know, you work in the same building. So it's the same for the bad purposes Dane's talking about even while it was true for the good purposes in that like you're not holding a position of authority over her. I don't think there's anything ethically wrong with this. I do not think that like you two shouldn't have a sexual relationship together outside of the fact that you work together. I think mm-hmm. working together it poses a lot of problems more from a social standpoint and how it might impact both of your work because like also you don't know what kind of like people these are either like maybe they're gonna slut shame her and be like wow it took you you know a couple weeks before you started fucking anyone here it could go poorly yeah, for and her the too. thing is honestly given like how society likes to treat man i think it'd be probably more likely that it would go badly for her so i think it's one of those things if this is a temp job depending on how temporary it is perhaps just be like hey I'm so, so, so interested. Like, you don't know how interested I am, but I don't like I don't want to put you in a position where you're not taken seriously as a young professional Mm -hmm. because it comes out that we're we're sleeping together. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think if you phrase it in a sense that like you're you don't want this to go poorly for her and there's a very good chance that it could um, and be like, look, the second my contract is done here, you're going to get a call from me because I am interested. Mm -hmm. But but like, you know, in good conscience, I can't take the risk that this breaks bad for us. Yeah. And honestly, I think a lot of like any relationship to to do with work is worth considering in this light because it can affect people's careers, your own, theirs. So, yeah, just have that conversation again. As Dane said, if, if you are only working there for a short amount of time, it probably won't be too hard to to put something off like that. But yeah. And hey, maybe maybe just go look for a better better IT job somewhere. Get a yeah, maybe you know, this could a better be a job. win-win situation. <laughs> yeah, get a little promotion, get a new job, and still get to hook up with the person you're interested into. It's it's great, mm-hmm. and that way you don't have to worry. And no one has to worry about any sort of like negative ramifications of it. Because, like I said, like just think about how all that kind of gossip gets mixed around when people are of like a similar age. Now twist it with like a new employee and a temp employee and a, you know, age gap. Like it's, it could go so fucking bad for both of you so quickly that mm. it's almost not worth the, the temporary, you know, enjoyment of it. But I mean, that's something you got to think about. It's something you have to weigh the pros and cons of. If you think that's a risk you're both willing to take, well then, you know, go for it. But something worth, worth thinking about beforehand. Got a little seduction in there, right? Oh, God damn This it. is by TA689323. My neighbors hate me is the uh, the title. You're invited to a girl's apartment after a date. On your way to her place, she says her neighbors hate her in a flirty way. Was this her way of saying she has a lot of guys over? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. Like, I, I, I don't just, know. Like the seduction. It's like all they want to do is is sleep with people. You know what I mean? That's their goal. But they're all so warped and like just I don't know that finally this is gonna happen and they say this and he's like oh shit is she saying she gets around and it's just like having this like slut shame spiral like yeah nothing like like desperately wanting to have sex with a woman and then somehow like realizing that women have sex (laughs) like it's this weird sort of like Schrodinger's box of like I want to fuck women but that means Mm -hmm. that women fuck (laughs) can't have that oh no Oh boy! Oh uh, no! Uh, uh. Yeah, maybe she's literally just having an argument with her neighbors that's been ongoing. Maybe it's about the garbage bins out front or a parking space. Now, I mean, I will say that's a pretty <laughs> fucking wild thing to say to someone you're about to bring home. Just being like, "Man, I fuck so many people, and I'm so loud about it that my neighbors hate me." That is a strange move. Maybe she is literally warning him like, oh, my neighbors like hate me. Like in case you get out of the taxi and like they're like, oh, fuck you, Tisha. And you're like, oh, someone, someone fucking vibe checks them. Just like jumping off the roof. Looking yeah, to get them with a, you know. like a Kevin Bacon style, dirty dancing, not dirty dancing, footloose style dropkick. Just like, but like, damn it, you're not going to get me today. Yeah. Maybe she was literally just like warning you to like keep it down or, or something. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of ways to score. Or maybe she's just trying to, like, tell you she's really loud. Maybe that's what she's warning you about. But why would her neighbors hate her if she wasn't always having sex? Maybe she just fucking goes to town on herself every night. She's got one of those good Hitachi wands. I think we can probably guess. I'm not saying it really doesn't matter. I do think it is a fucking weird thing to say, though. It is kind of weird. I think, like, we've covered it before where it's like as much as people should be chill with the fact that, yes, you have had sex with other people and presumably will have sex with other people. It's still kind of a weird move to be like bringing it up to people when you're dating them or like starting to, you know what I mean? Like there's a time and a place and that's a conversation you have together, not just a, I'm going to talk about someone I fucked right now. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between being open to your partner having had a sexual past and rubbing your sexual history in someone's face. Yeah. It'd be like me getting up to go to get a condom. And like pick up the box, and be like, damn, I just bought this a couple days ago and I'm almost out. It'd be like, yeah, a hundred percent. That would be like, okay. what, are you, what are you doing? What are you <laughs> trying to aim for here? Um, yeah. So like, yes, if this could be weird, it could be normal and you're reading into it, but either way, it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter at all. And, and it's like, no. if you are uncomfortable with the idea that your potential sexual partner is a sexual person. <laughs> and perhaps you might want to like figure out your your priorities because in order to have sex with someone you need to have sex with they've got to want to have sex and usually if they want to have sex with you that probably also means they will want to or have had sex with someone else so like you are not the the, the lock to this specific or the key to this specific lock in the sense of mm-hmm. like this woman she only person she could sleep with was the one and you came along and you body rocked your way into her, into her loins. <laughs> I like that you're using body rock from last week. I mean, that's my only, that's the only move I assume seduction is using now. And literally all I can think about it is just like a, just kind of like a boxer's, you know, bounce kind of thing. <laughs> just ducking and weaving. Let's do some tenders. Uh, yeah. At the end of the show, we like to peruse online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, and comb through profiles for red flags, figuring out what works and what doesn't work, and effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. I'm going to start you off with Hannah. Kind of hoping to match a psychiatrist. This shit getting expensive. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, it's funny. 
It's funny. It's a little, funny, but oh, it's almost huh? a little troubling, a little upsetting. But I don't know. I always try to take these things as like, you know, the people who are like, I have a glass of wine every day after work. I'm an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Like a little a little hyperbolic with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's not a great profile at all. So I'm going to no, say it's, it's like, like a three. A three. Okay. I was going to give it like a five or a six because like it's funny, but like, yeah, I guess a chuckle isn't exactly great. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. Uh, I, there's enough people who joke about their mental illness on there in a much mm-hmm. funnier way. Uh, or, you know, that that I think that like this is a very lazy latch on to that sort of like meme culture. I think there, mm-hmm. I, I need more. I need more personality and I need it to be funnier for me to give it higher than a three. Fair. Um, this is Lina. Fitness includes diet, training, sleep, three aspects. I hope I have a good body and make myself more perfect. This is my goal. Okay, this is giving me strong bot energy. Maybe. Or someone who doesn't realize this is a dating app for other people and not (laughs) for herself. (laughs) Because, I mean, it sounds like she's right swiping the shit out of herself, which great for you. But like, Mm -hmm. there's got to be more to you than trying to become Omega Lina. But even just like, I hope I have a great body. It's like, can't you? Look down and tell. Don't you have mirrors? Yeah. Well, all of her pictures uh, were mirror mirror selfies. So yes, she does have a mirror. She got she got the mirror. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three because like or a two. Sorry, I'm gonna give it a two because it's boring as fuck, and it gives me absolutely nothing about you other than that you like fitness. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yes. This is Jolin, part-time Torontonian slash raccoon love, lover slash transgender slash cock worshipper, foot slave, throat goat, looking for a dom partner. Tongue emoji. Oh, that's a lot. It's a lot. It is it is a lot. I don't I mean, I think it sets a very specific tone as to what this person is looking for. I think, you know, I, I think there is a very specific market for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, what what they're putting out in there is very clear, it's very specific. I don't think it's a necessarily gives me a whole lot about personality, but it also gives a sense that I don't think they're looking for much that requires personality, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, for what they're looking for, which is an obviously sexual relationship, it's like, does it really matter that they like long walks on the beach? No, it doesn't. Yeah. They also get points for throat goat, which is an incredible term. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll give it an eight. Yeah, I'm, I think for what it's attempting to accomplish, I think it is an eight is, is appropriate. You're going to have to remind me if I've done this one. Sure. Uh, this is, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Uche. On our first date, I'll carve our names in a tree. It's the most romantic way to let you know that I have knives. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. I'm going to give that an eight as well, because I think it's funny. It took me for a, a journey, but I'm secondhand traumatized by your experience with knives. So there's a chance it's it's that same person. So an eight. It's it's definitely not the same person. So I can, I can confirm that. But I... I mean, my PTSD in this situation is going to bump it down to a seven. I do think it's very good, but I am worried that you'll try to cut me. That's fair. Yeah. Also, it's like, look, it's funny. I really like it. But at the same time, should we be talking about weaponry in our dating profiles? I assume it's a girl, so it's better. It is in a that woman, regard. Yeah, so. Because it could be more of like, a, you know, I'll defend myself. Like, just think about it. But at the same time. I don't know if weaponry is the way to go in dating profiles. Yeah, it's never something I'm excited about. Ready for jewels? Yes. Need someone to mount me and my TV. Oh, boy. Now, see, I'd be very excited to do one and terrified of the other. I know. Like, I love putting TVs up on walls, but damn, vaginas? Whew. 
<laughs> scary. I've, I, I, I'm desperate to buy a new TV. I really want to buy a new TV, but I'm terrified that the the wall mount that I have for my current TV is won't be compatible. And they so I might just have this put a new one in. Yeah, so I might just have this TV forever. Yeah, I I also live in a place with crazy walls, so I got four different stud finders to try and mount a hangboard in my apartment before giving up and calling a friend who can actually do DIY shit. At which point, luckily, they were like, no, you're good. It's just your apartment has crazy walls that don't follow the normal rules of anything. Um, and they just use specialized equipment to drill it into my to my walls instead. So I, I don't know if I can do this or not, because the one time I tried, again, crazy walls. But I do find it very funny, so that's a nine. Yeah, I will say, look, I'm hoping my mounting you abilities will exceed expectations to the point where you don't need me to mount your TV. You can find someone mm-hmm. else for that. You can just be like, well, I, will... I know you already have a stud finder because you swipe right. Hey, yeah, hey. I'll, I'll give it again. I don't think it's I'm going to give it a seven. OK, all right. Um, I'm out of profiles, it would seem. All right. I still got a few. Uh, I'm going to hit you with this one because I know you'll really like it. This is Rebecca. Your friendly neighborhood. Ha 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 ha. Not into hookups. Grow up, kid. Your friendly. What? I feel like <laughs> what happened here was someone was typing things and then their phone froze and didn't register their, you know, their key marks and then just kept going and didn't bother to re. So there is a full coherent thought in there. But for some reason, the necessary words required to make it coherent are just, mm-hmm. you know, aren't part of it because I can't believe that someone intended to write this. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Now, there is an exclamation mark between neighborhood and ha ha ha, but that doesn't make it any better because your friendly neighborhood, what? Are you a neighborhood yourself that is, in fact, friendly? Because I don't think that's possible. Shit, what was their name? Was it a name Rebecca. or a neighborhood? <laughs> it uh, says opposite Blor- it says Blordale Village. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep our fucking neighborhoods off the dating apps. I know. We've been trying, but they're just gaining like mass sentience. Also, not into hookups, grow up kid. It's like okay. No. Yeah. And on top of that, they Go, fucking have their tell blood that to type our throat goat. Yeah, Wait, thank you. What? Yeah. So you know you can put like little like, you know, non smoker, dog bachelors pisces which are the other four things they have then they have blood type ab the fuck tinder i know or it's like it speaking of vampires like is this an option so the whole thing's just very confusing she's also her job as businesswoman at my own company (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) which which, hey i believe fully yeah i have zero more for me yeah yeah so Uh, i'm giving this a zero because it's nothing one three okay so we've got danielle here instagram blank Satanic hell slut. No daddy doms or conservatives. Definitely no cops or military people. Thanks, lol. Now, sorry, hell slut or health slut? Hell. Oh. So uh, they have their Instagram, then they say they're a satanic hell slut, then the rest. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, okay. This is probably the the most sort of like personal info we've gotten from anyone. This, <laughs> which doesn't satanic say a whole lot, slut? but... <laughs> And the fact, you know, no conservatives and they're, mm-hmm. you know, anti-militaristic. Um, so, yeah, also, I'm going to give this a six. Um, I still think like I, I want more positive things out of dating mm-hmm. profiles as opposed to saying like, no, this. I yeah. want like people to find a, a language that isn't like by all means, I'm not saying, oh, you have to like 
you know, people you're not into or things that are, are opposed to your moral beliefs. No, just like mm-hmm. phrase phrase the things that you are looking for as opposed to the things you, you aren't, I guess. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it. you get their vibe and you know they're looking for something sexual, so it's at least clear. It's not very exciting aside from that. So yeah, six. And then lastly, we have Amy. Uh, pregnant, but still want to have fun. Looking for someone to have fun with no strings attached. Okay. Hell yeah, Amy. Again, like, I I want a little bit more. I, like, it's great that this is this will get you the swipes. I'm glad you're being clear as to what you want. But, like, give me, give me like, a piece of personality. Be, and maybe that's just me getting older and and stuff where it's just like, you know, maybe maybe me as a 20 year old would be like, that's all I need to know. But I would like to like I would hope that we're being a little more choosy with our sexual partners and just people who want to have sex. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, I think it's good that you're getting the pregnant thing out, you know, front and center, because I think that's important sure. information for people to know. Uh, I like that you are looking for fun with no strings attached and you're getting that out front and center. Cool. But like, why stop there? You're still a person. Fucking yeah. Give them something to work with. Also, it's like at this point, all you're going to get is like, hey, babe, like, uh, you know, like there's no one's going to message you anything other than, yeah, you want to suck this dick? You know what I mean? Because it's like they don't really have anything to comment on, do they? Mm-hmm. Like, hi, how's being pregnant? You know, like <laughs> give people shit to reply to. All right, that's me. Perfect. So that's going to be our show, friends. Thank you very much for spending your time with us. It means a lot to us. Uh, you know, time is very limited these days and we're all very busy. And the fact that you chose to spend an hour of it with us means a lot. We love the hell out of you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Our listens have been going up all the time, which is wonderful. Uh, Twitter has been creeping up as well. We got like a, a good few like new people following us this week. I don't know where, like, what was that boost from? Was it you guys? If it was, thank you. If you're one of those new people, fucking welcome. This is great. Uh, we'll let you know that we do have a Patreon that uh, will give you access to various things, including an extra episode every month for just $7 for our second tier, which is incredible. Uh, you'll also get access to all our old episodes. So if you want to support the show, please consider joining. You can even join for just $3 a month if you'd like, just to you know show your support. That'd be wonderful. And yeah, always feel free to send us a message or a question or reach out. We love hearing from you guys. And you know we already have a few a few friends through the show. And if you'd like to become one of them, it's pretty easy. Just reach out. If you would like to reach out and get a question on the show, please feel free. Head on over to fbuddiespodcast.com. Also to access the, uh, the Patreon that now mentioned fbuddiespodcast.com. Click the Patreon link. It'll bring you right there. Otherwise uh, you can click the contact form and choose your agent name, or we will choose one for you. If you would like, uh, we keep things completely anonymous. So no one will ever know any secret that you tell us will stay between us. Um, and we will answer the, the question on the, the show as soon as possible. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest cities for their song paper stars and are you ready for some bad sex writing yeah oh no i just realized we were supposed to talk about your last bad sex writing damn it well next week (laughs) next week next week we'll do it now this is a new treasure trove i've found so this is going to be the blurb on the back of a erotic novel meet vernita ernestine washington a feisty 76 year old woman who doesn't care what you think about her ways especially for a woman her age Yes, she might be a senior citizen, but she'd be the first to tell you age ain't nothing but a number. She's convinced the honeycomb between her legs doesn't taste a day older than 40. Don't let the gray hairs fool you now. 
A retired employee of the Illinois Department of Motor Vehicles, Mrs. Washington runs the mean, cold streets of Chi-Town, missing with all types of young thugs with multiple felonies. A widow for some time now, Vernita is determined to make up for her stale marriage. However, when a major health scare sets her back, she finds herself losing everything. Reality sits in, sets in that her time on Earth is about to come to a close. Now faced with a death sentence, Vernita seeks to live out her remaining days being the biggest old super freak. She gets her mojo back and begins living her life again, but a major surprising twist will throw her life into more unpredictable chaos. Read more in Old Thought Next Door. <laughs> old Thought. <laughs> Other than some of the racial stuff in this, mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't like I'm all like if this old lady wanna get fucking down, that's okay. I'm alright with that. I don't like <laughs> honeycomb. I don't like the word honeycomb being used to describe mm-hmm. genitals. Yeah, it's pretty that's, that's pretty grim. That yeah, um, that paints a very unflattering picture. I like that aside from the honeycomb and the super freak it's mostly you know a reasonable enough like there's nothing too crazy about it and then it's just like read more an old thought next door (laughs) yeah the fucking title is is incredible and let me tell you it would make me pick that book up if i was walking through a store and i saw old thought next door yes please how do you think i found this i will say this person (laughs) this author who is kwan mills has incredible titles um well don't don't are you i don't want you to burn them if you mention them now you're never don't i really want to don't no save them my name is damien miller whoa (laughs) and i'm now (laughs) spain and we've been your fuck buddies 